morning. It's another edition of the Falls Cast brought to you by the Falls Free Press in beautiful Calgary Falls, Ohio. We're today, Sunday, October 15th, middle of the month. Cold. It's fall. It, really? it is fall. It is fall. <laughs> yeah. I had to Live turn the with a vengeance. Thank you, Ohio. Back yep. to 50 and rain. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. The leaves are changing. Things are starting to drop. And we are officially in fall. We've got some of our favorite false casters here. We have Jen. Howdy doodly do. Steven. <laughs> Hello. We've got Mike. Hello. Suzanne. Hello. And myself, Bart. Yay, Bart. On this episode, we will have Ward 4 Council person Joe Siegfers. That is Yay. how you say his name, right? I believe so. He can correct us if we're wrong. So we'll I had say a that until whose name was Mr. Siegfers. And I think spelled it the same way. I wonder okay. if it's a relative. We'll have to find out. Yeah. Uh, be sure to check out our website, which, as I was looking at before we started, apparently has been popping. Oh, yeah? Yeah. We've People been getting a lot it. of hits lately. Woohoo! Our, our website, on, our Falls Free Press website? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Wow. It's great. I believe it was... I think it was 104. One, yeah, episode 104 has really, in the last month... Kind of a lot of hits. Who is 104? I should know that, but... That would be our... my ward. Oh, good. Okay. All right. So Mika. Yes. The interview with Mika. Awesome. Oh, good. I hope that um, our listeners are enjoying that and getting to know their their candidates so they can make a informed choice. Unfortunately, we did not get anybody that really wanted to come on with the Republican Party, but we're willing to interview them. Yeah, they can come on and we'll There's ask still time. This, still a couple There's weeks. Still time. We'll ask the same questions and everything like that. So, absolutely. And if they do want to come on, how can they contact us, Suzanne? Fallsfreepress at gmail dot com. Thank you. You uh-huh. can also get a hold of us on Facebook. And if you want to review our show, you can review it on Apple Podcasts because we are happy to see reviews on the show, on the page because that means absolutely. we get more listeners. Yep. Agreed. So, before we hop into our roundtable, it's been a few weeks since we did one. How is everybody? Good. Tired. Yeah. Hanging Just in there. Yeah, hanging in sur- there. Survived a, a very sudden micro-wedding. <laughs> yeah, it's your son. Got son. Married. Yeah, I got married on um, Friday the 13th. They picked that date on purpose. So I love that. Welcome to the family, Colton Brown. I, I've Welcome. Shot hundred, I've shot, shot hundreds of weddings, and that was the smallest venue I have ever taken pictures in, ever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 15 yeah. people. Was, uh, wow. Yeah, it was at the Blue Teak, <laughs> I mean, it, Blue it, Teak it, Hotel it in Akron. Super oh, okay. cute, decorated really nice, but it was like a closet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah well, that's like okay. changing rooms were bigger, but we all fit. That's, yeah. I saw some of the pictures and stuff, and it looked like a really nice wedding. And yeah, I was like, oh, welcome it was, to the family. Yeah, I mean, it was only two hundred and fifty dollars for for them to have that little Shit, ceremony there with the wedding, wow. um, the certificates and filing mm-hmm. the paperwork wow. and everything. everything. The efficient. That's and really that's nothing. Two hundred fifty dollars. So yeah. yeah, you know, yeah, it, you can do it on a little budget, and you know, if you plan oh, yeah. a nice meal after. And then they had a free Good. photographer. Free, yeah, 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 that's that sure, is. Sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, and then and then um, stepdad paid for all of our meals yes. from Wonderful. beyond the since yeah. he didn't attend. He, he wasn't invited, but he his mom, I think, his, uh, well, we don't Colton's know what mom, happened, Colton's but mother, we said, don't know that Colton's mother said that he he insisted that was, his gift. That was yeah. his gift, that was his gift. Well, so, that was very nice, and that's so, nice. yeah. 
So it was, they did it really on a budget and it was awesome. So that's what's Good. up with us. And now we're like in recovery mode because it was a whirlwind. And then I made Steve retouch a bunch of the photos that night. Yeah. Um, all of them. Yeah. Pick out the best. Some, some of the best ones. Just like, so we could post it for the boys. So. I was tired Aww. and old and my back hurt. And I was like. I know. <laughs> and we did it. I don't want we to. got it posted says, on it. like 1115 that night. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, the pictures were very nice. And I'm very happy for your son and his husband and yes. that is just wonderful news mr and mr we don't know mr. who's mr. taking mr. whose name they haven't decided yet if they're gonna oh, do okay like hyphenations well, keep each other's name just keep their own name well, who cares whatever yeah, yeah whatever yeah. they decide that's yeah fine. so that's they're still great. they're still toying with the that idea but yeah, it was very fun oh well good i'm glad how about y'all's uh you know i don't know survived a work Someone, trip yeah. somebody oh, went yeah, to I saw the philly trip and uh yeah. Somebody destroyed the bathroom in the process. Somebody decided to. Um, <laughs> oh, while Suzanne was gone? Well, yeah. I was gone. We got oh, a oh. new, he sprayed the tub and got a new surround. And he took out the floor and put new floors in it and started doing some of the painting. And I come Girl, back. Girl, how long were you gone for? Four days. Oh, man, that's awesome. I know. Wow. It was a lot of work for four days and he was freaking out because he wasn't sure if we were going to have a toilet and we only have one bathroom here. Yeah. So, um, I was doing the camp toilet kind of laundry tub (laughs) for number one and camp toilet for two, but drug mart was my friend too. (laughs) I'm like, I just run down the road. (laughs) Oh God. Uh, My, my, my coworkers were like, you can come here and use the restroom here. And I'm like, I might have to, I don't know. I might shower when I get there. (laughs) What about Kathy? She's right across the street. We could have, we could have went to Kathy. Yeah. But he got, he got it. I mean, we don't have a sink in there yet because we're trying to figure that out, but we have one in the kitchen so we can wash it and stuff. But yes, it's in progress. Our house is, you know, kind of torn up, but I was very proud of him. It looks great. Oh, that's great, awesome. So. I was going to say, how's the time off, uh, uh, you know, not working going? So, and now there's the answer. So yeah, he's, he's going he's very doing productive. a lot of, <laughs> he's working very hard. That's a lot awesome. of projects around the house, keeping myself yeah. busy, but I'm also still looking for shit too, you know. It's, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So okay, if you know that's... of a job, reach out to <laughs> False Free Press. No, just kidding. <laughs> Gmail.com. At Mike Searle. <laughs> Jack no. of all trades. Well, Jack of all you, trades. You can, obviously, you, can, you can come over and help me this week at my dad's house if you really want to work. I got lots of Uh-oh. stuff over there. I got a button up. Oh, oh no, but, no, no. I need my bathroom back put back together first. <laughs> Shitter's full. <laughs> oh, you see you, me Bart? out there dumping shit in the storm drain. Don't worry don't about it. Don't you worry about it. <laughs> hey, that's full. not gray water. <laughs> Bart, where were you? How about you? I have had a busy week and a half off work. Ooh. Oh, you're been off, off work. work. Nice. Yes. I, let's see, I turned 40. Oh, happy birthday. Woo-hoo! Oh, yes. Welcome to the old club. Yay. Yep. Sorry, man. It's all downhill. Yeah. I attended a paranormal uh, webcast at the Kent stage, which was awesome. Ooh. Did you oh. see any ghosts? No, but I learned about the one haunted house in Kent. Or one of the haunted houses in Kent that I still I got I got to do some more research. Uh, a couple people say, oh yeah, we know where that house is, but the <clears throat> host of the one of the show that was talk that talks about that house, she refuses to say because people live there. Yeah, yeah, you because know? people uh, would go there and yeah. strangers would be there. Yeah, not good. That's cool but that she kept that confidential. I'm, I'm still working on doing the research. <laughs> good luck. Yeah, and the, yeah. And so, yeah, it's been a busy 
week or so of just you know relaxing and cleaning and playing video. I'm games. ready to go. I'm ready to go back to work. Yeah, and playing video games. I've got a couple <laughs> new games. Yep. <laughs> so you're ready to go back to work. You're feeling. I am fresh. ready to go back to work. <laughs> good. That's good. 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 Yeah, I'm glad you had um, a good time off though. To the roundtable. The city will host a drug take back event on October 28th from 10 to 12 at the entrance of Giant Eagle Market District on State Road. All expired, unused, and unwanted medications will be accepted here and also at Dropbox inside the police station lobby. Okay, great. I mean, is it always, can you always take it to the police station? I believe or is so. It's yes. a special event. Okay. But this is well, a special good. event. Perfect. All right. So, you know, we don't want to dump them in our toilets and flush them anymore because that affects our <laughs> water stream and stuff. So I'm glad that they're they're doing that. Get large gators. That's <laughs> <laughs> how you get the Ninja Turtles, right? No? How did that work? I don't know. <sighs> so disappointed. That was a sigh of disappointment. <laughs> what quote was that from, Bart? It sounded like a Knives Out Daniel Craig. I, I don't I won't believe it was a quote. I oh, okay. You were just, okay. Yeah. It sounded like it would come from a movie. I know it does Ooh. sound like Daniel Craig's. Yeah. Uh, with, with his, character. Yeah. yeah. What was his, uh, what was this character's name? I don't remember. Uh, oh, it was a good one. Anyway. Applications for the 2024 mayor's youth advisory council can be found at the city's website or it can be picked up at the city building. The mayor is looking for eight students in the fall between ninth and 12th grade participate in a program where they will get together before council meetings and learn about how government works how the press works and just overall learning basically how the city works it's a fantastic program my daughter um unfortunately she was part of it but unfortunately that was right when COVID hit so she only was able to do a few of them so i can't say for the whole entire program but she did participate in a few and they get to go in there and they actually sit where the city council members sit and they get little name tags on it and stuff. And the mayor is, you know, gets to know them and um, they really it's a really great program. I think that um, yeah. anybody that's that's thinking about it for their kids, if they're wanting to know more about how, you know, their local government works or, you know, are interested in like, you know, becoming a reporter or or, or a council person or anything like that. It's and they get letters of recommendation program. from the mayor. Gabe did the they program do. too. And oh yeah, yeah. okay. Got a, got a letter of recommendation, I think, for a job interview or something. So it's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And like the mayor still remembers them too. Like anytime he he runs into them or will post on his timeline occasionally. Yeah, so it's neat. So no, yeah. that is cool. Yeah, definitely, definitely recommend if it's. I wish I would have had that experience because I still don't know how yeah. our government yeah. works. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, or doesn't? There's 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 a lot of people in this in this. A lot of people that don't know how government work a lot. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would say some that might be running, but let's move on. <laughs> okay, we'll get, we gotta hurry, gotta hurry. All right, we gotta hurry. <laughs> the first of its kind International Student Career Fair and Global Cafe will be happening at the library on October 20th from 1 to 3. Employers will be there looking for international students 
And this will be an opportunity to help network with others in the community. Oh, what a cool thing. That's great. So this is for anybody that is an international student. Yes. Um, high school level, college level, any kind this of level. Was, this would be college level. Mm-hmm. But this is especially helpful for, you know, you're already having trouble finding, but you're in college, you know, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. Maybe, you know, students who are over here on a scholarship. Yep. And are looking to, you know, stay over here. This would be a great opportunity. You know, it would help with their visa. And if they found work over here. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. Well, it makes them um, more able to become an international man or woman or they of mystery. Yep. Oh, Oh, yeah. Look at you, aggressive man. Yeah. (laughs) So let's fight international them of mystery. (laughs) I like it. We should write a book. (laughs) We should. should. (laughs) So let's fight dragons. Come to the library on November 4th for a special event celebrating all things fantasy, tabletop games, and books. You'll be able to design your own 3D printed miniature, create a potion, sew a dice bag, learn about medieval history, and of course, there will be multiple D&D games running. That is really cool. Mike, what do you think? Is it for don't, adults or for, or for children? I don't know. T-Mat What's that? OP. Don't fight no, T-Mat. T-Mat was OP. No idea what that No, no idea. I have no me. idea what you're saying. You're, yeah. you're on your own here, man. Uh, <laughs> on your own. I'm a nerd, I guess. You're the only D&D person. I was going to say all, all nerds unite, but even that one's a step. Yeah, it's a little love. Yep. Oh, that's great. Good. Sounds like fun. Yeah, it does. The Calga Falls Electric Department received a safety award in transmission and distribution at the 2023 American Municipal Power Conference last week, recognizing our utilities for no time lost due to reportable accidents or injuries. Is this another Ooh. award? Because yeah, just believe... like a month or two ago, they got an award for the electrical grid. Yeah. It... Someone needs to post that uh, in the top <laughs> of the town, all the pages on, on Facebook complaining about, oh, electrical apartment's the worst. They're so terrible. Yeah. Power's mm-hmm. always out. Shut the fuck uh, up, assholes. Oh, yeah. my. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love Haven. Yep. Oh. I think they won this last year, too. Yeah? Yeah, I think, I think they so. won a couple. In the last, just in the last year, I will take it. Yeah, congratulations. That's great. And it's pretty shocking. Oh, jeez. Right. It's hair raisingly good. Oh, man. Oh, Currently, man. that's what we're. Uh, oh. Boy. I'm very amped to get this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Grounded humor. I love it. Oh. oh. Jeez, Louise. That one just went right through. I'm sorry. <laughs> going through electrical. It's very static. Uh, oh, man. Yeah, dynamic. The dynamic. Makes me want to go. Oh. oh. <laughs> no resistance. I am wearing a dad joke shirt. Are you? Yes. Oh, man. Oh gosh, we were That's at the, we were at Menards easy. yesterday and and oh. somebody was looking for where the toilets were or something like that and we were telling them where the toilets were and we we're showing them and then what did you say, Mike? I swear I, I had like, to just hey, drag you know, them these out of there. These ones over here are kind of crappy. Yeah. Nice. And I was like, oh, no, God. let's not like start that. that. that joke Run. Run away. Oh jeez. <laughs> so I apologize if anybody's listening who heard that joke. I do apologize. My husband's just you know. I'm a bowl it's, full of humor. Oh, jeez. Okay, I think we need to flush this conversation away. Oh, hi! <laughs> yes. Nice. Back somebody, in the game. Somebody get the bidet out and wash it all down. Oh. 
Uh, You're in good company. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we talked about this last time, but uh, just a reminder, Trick or Treat this year is, is October 28th, not August 28th, August, which is I don't know still what... on the... <laughs> Oops. <laughs> on the notes? It still nice. says August 28th. It's always a good time for candy. Three months, three months of trick or treat. I'll take it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. September, October. So October 28th, trick or treat. City Hall trick or treat is the fr- is Friday, October 27th, three to four thirty. And remember to, if you have a Halloween display, to enter it in the citywide spectacular Halloween display door. You can register your display at the city's website or by calling NECO at NECO, 330-971-8208. In the uh, trick or treat for the city, the 28th. Um, yes. That's what, six to eight? I always yeah. forget. Yeah, six to eight. Yeah. Hopefully the weather's nice and we get lots of kids. Yeah. Hey guys, guess what time it is? What time is it, Suzanne? Bart's Arts, Bart's Arts, Bart's Arts, Bart's Arts. Bart's Arts. Oh, yeah, that was good. That was the best one yet. Good job. Thursday, this Thursday, October 19th, celebrate the arts with Collide at the Jenks Building as they present their Spotlight Award in addition to an evening of music, art, dance, and poetry from the local creative community. Tickets are $40, and food will be catered by Moe's. Ooh, Moe's. Nice. I I will be there. I'm going to cover that for the paper. So if you can't make it, be sure to read my review of it after the fact. Yeah, absolutely. You're there for the food. We know it. Yeah, I would be there for the food. We never ate at Moe's. We have, I've heard it so good. Though. It's been have a you, long time, but yeah. You've never been to Moe's? No, and I've heard it's I've really good. Miles, Man, you I've didn't even do the pandemic that. meals. They were, they have meals for 40 bucks and they were so good. Yeah, like really? they got an entire family meal. Like, yeah, and, they had meatloaf, and, and like, they, they had, had mac it. and cheese, they, uh, they had taco night. And every couple of days they would change it up and mm. like, like, you know, stuffed peppers, it would be meatloaf or it would be this or it would be that, you know. And yeah, we did uh, the cashmere cricket one. For, mm, uh, it was mm-hmm. called the kitchen on front street yeah that we did their stuff and that was that great. was good yeah Excellent. yeah next join the largely literary theater company on october 22nd from two to four they will be downtown at the nightmare on front street and you can hear spooky stories from author and journalist mark dewiziak and his wife sarah showman who will be performing like I said, some intriguing spine-tingling stories. Oh. Mark just published, not that long ago, a biography of Ever- of Edgar Allan Poe. Oh, really? Okay, cool. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm really bad because I checked it out from the, libra- from the library as an e-book like four times. And each time it ends up expiring before I get a chance mm-hmm. to read it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do those things. I try to check out way too many things and then I think I'm going to be able to do it. And then, nope. Yeah. Two weeks is just not enough to get a couple books in. I have feel too much pressure, so I don't check out. Like, if my queue is really full of books that I need to read, I start to panic. So if I all have three, three or four books in there, I read them all. Mm. How many books did you read this weekend? I don't know. A few, but I've re- they were rereads. They well, were like, okay. like three or four books. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is a lot. Is. The Akron Comic Con is coming up oh. November 4th Ooh. from uh, at the Amedio and Sons Banquet Center in the falls here. So ticket pre-sale tickets are already available. However, tickets cost $10 one day tickets and $15 for the full weekend. Children's oh. 
are five and ten dollars for the, the same. Nice. Uh, you can buy tickets early or they're available at the door. And that would be November 4th. So nope. definitely a lot of fun. Every, every time I go, it's mm. a lot of fun. Yeah. How many people do you think go, Bart, when you're there? What's it look like? Uh, it's usually pretty packed. And like that's hundreds? like on, on Saturday. I would say at least at least a hundreds. Yeah. Uh, usually there's a lot of times where I'm trying to look at a booth and I end up like, okay, I'll come back. <laughs> because there's no room. Yeah. I've never yeah. been to a Comic-Con before. The Akron Comic-Con is more independently run and it's more local artist than, uh, oh, okay. you know, what the big, you know, Wizard Con is, you know, oh. where it costs hundreds of dollars just to get in. Oh, jeez. That's yeah. And geez. where you have to then pay for autographs from people. You know, oh. this is a lot. This is a lot of local, local people, local artists or artists who are no longer local, but they grew up here. OK, yeah. And do people dress up? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's so cool. That's cool. Uh, I believe the last t- one time I went uh, with Alex, we came, went in and the, like, the entire Sailor Moon group was there <gasps> in waiting in line. Oh, Sailor Moon. I love that. I love Sailor Moon. That is something that I would watch with my daughter. And so that is something that's good memories. Love it. OK. And my last thing here, it may not it may not even be Halloween yet, but the downtown is already getting ready for Christmas. <laughs> no. uh, oh, man. Parking meters on on parade. The deadline to apply for a meter to decorate is November 10th. Wow, that's so soon. Up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But in reality, that's only two weeks before Thanksgiving. I, You know what? I don't want to talk about it. No, we're not. <laughs> this is way. Nope, it's happening too fast. Yeah. yeah. But if anyone would like to sponsor a meter to decorate, uh, cost just $20. Uh, you can apply at the city's website. And then decorations must be installed the week of Thanksgiving to be ready for free parking downtown. Okay. We always talk about doing that as the we, Falls cast or the Falls Free Press. We <laughs> we yeah. never get our act together, though. Never do. <laughs> Maybe next year. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it takes a certain level of creative effort, and then we're all, yeah. Yeah. We're all like I don't tapped that. out right now. <laughs> yeah. But maybe yeah, next we, year. We got great ideas, but then we yeah. have to put it together. And but some, we're all some interesting um, sidebar into some Christmas news. Steve just said. Crafty Mart, Crafty Mart in downtown Akron, the yeah. big one, the annual one was canceled. Oh, no. Oh, and, uh, the board of directors just canceled it suddenly, and all the artists are out in a lurch because a lot of them make a lot of their money for the year at some of these events, and they can't book anything else before Christmas because most places oh, have already all booked up, any, no. all, any all other alternatives. And there's a big uproar. All the artists are pissed off at the board, and the board saying, we did the best we could. And, Sad. And, yeah, and it was, it's a big mess, and it's a big Why did they mess. cancel it? Did they I, say they, what? they didn't actually say. They say the venue is not available. But the problem is they've known that the venue hasn't been available for six months yeah. and they still wasn't they weren't able to find something else. Another thing that I want to talk about is is yesterday, the other day we went uh, for my son's um, reception at uh, Leo's Italian Social. We drove by on Front Street and there was a gigantic line going all like all the way around the block. It was like like hundreds and hundreds of people. We a, saw that. What was that? That was, for a that tattoo. was that tattoo. Flash yeah. tattoos, that yeah. tattoo shop was offering like oh, yeah. Halloween tattoos. There was like, like, like probably bucks. three or four hundred people. I wouldn't say there were three or four hundred. Oh, there were a lot of people. There was a lot of people that did it. Yeah. Maybe a couple yeah. hundred. At least. Yeah. Wow. I wonder if everybody got their tattoo. I don't know. Was it the that same was, tattoo? I don't know. I don't know. 
Yeah, I, I, twenty bucks. I didn't. I didn't, I didn't know what the Not big bad. event was. Like, holy shit, that's a huge line in there. <laughs> yeah, I think there's usually like a deal. I don't know if it's specifically them or I think it's like a lot of people. Um, like free Friday the Thirteenth tattoos oh. on Friday the Thirteenth. It was huge. Yeah, it was I've huge. never seen anything it was, like it. Was a it. lot of people. Yeah. 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 We drove by there and we saw the big line and I was like. What is going on? Am I? I, I first like I thought it was like something to do with the falls, like Halloween or something. And I was like, but it was these like are, 1:30 in the afternoon yeah, on Friday, and, and they're all adults. There's no kids, and nobody was dressed up, and they all looked a little tough. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, what is happening here? <laughs> so we want to thank our listeners for joining us this week. We want to thank uh, Joe for speaking with us here just in a minute. Stick around for that interview. Remember, we do want to hear your ideas for potential interviewees, and you can shout those out to us at. Press at gmail.com. And of course, we are always in the market for article submissions as well. Mm-hmm. Be sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Five stars. And five stars. And remember, go vote. Go vote. You can already, go you can, vote. early vote. voting vote. is already ready. Woohoo! Bart already did seven. it. Yep. Yay! I went yes on week. one and two. You what? Yes on one and two. Yes. Agreed. Can't find a vote yes number two. On two or whatever, so you have to. You have their twenty bucks. You got to go to the website and you got to order it. Oh, okay, okay, very good to know. What's the website? Do you know? It's called it's https just like alcohol. Yep. Dot com. Dot com yard sign. Yeah. Perfect. Just like alcohol. Gotcha. Like that. All right. All right. Go vote, people. Yep. Bye. 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 Later. This week, we have Ward 4 Councilperson Joe Siegfurth. That is how you say your name, correct? Siegfurth. That's close. Siegfurth. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We were wondering at the beginning of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, can you, pre- can you briefly introduce yourself and explain what motivates you to run for city council? Yeah, I'll introduce myself. I'm Joe Siegfurth. I'm the Ward 4 City Council member. Um, I also serve on the Community Development Committee. Uh, I've lived in the area most of my whole life. I was a Woodridge kid, K through 12, and I was appointed to uh, Ward 4 in May to fill the seat um, that was left when Mick- Mary Nichols Rhodes got appointed to at-large after Tim Gorbach stepped down. So my motives for uh, serving and then running in this election in, is because I love my community. Um, after college, I graduated from Bowling Green. I moved away to Washington, D.C. for four years, and that wasn't the right fit for me, and I wanted to come back home. And I'll tell you, since I've been home, this community, the city, has allowed me to live the life that uh, I wanted to live. Um, I live in a vibrant community. It's prosperous, and this is my way of paying it forward. I'm trying to help folks to have that same shared experience that I've had in truly making this continuing to be a special place for everybody, um, not just in Ward 4, but the city as a whole. Uh, also, you know, my grandfather was a successful basketball coach and teacher for roughly 30 years, and he's he helped so many disenfranchised folks, the most vulnerable folks in his community. And I think you know I would be disappointed and he would be disappointed if I wasn't doing something to positively impact my own community. So that's another key motivation for me, you know, carrying that torch and paying everything forward. What do you see as the most pressing issues facing our city right now 
and how do you plan to address them? Well, for my desk, um, I'm focused on three major <clears throat> things. And if you look at the city and our community as a building or a home, there's, to me, three key pillars, this home and this, this building upright. And those are the pillars of public safety, education, and opportunity. And if one of those pillars crumbles, it's hard for the other two to hold up the home. It's hard for the other two to hold up the community. And I'll speak about each one. So public safety, that's, of course, you know, backing our police and fire. And I'll tell you what, our men and women are second to none. And I get an upfront up seat to that because I'm a member of the FOPA Lodge 31. Um, and I have relationships with some of those folks, and I see them also policing in the community. I was a very vocal advocate for Fire Station 4 and that legislation, and I think that's going to pay major dividends for not just our community, uh, but neighboring communities as well. Uh, in terms of education, you know, I'm not, it's not so much about um, from a school aspect or books. It's about are we being good shepherds? Are we giving our constituents the information and communication they need to know? Uh, in order to connect them with entities within the city, with, within the community, in order to solve problems. Like somebody might reach out to me and say, you know, Joe, I've got this issue, but, you know, I don't know who to contact in the city. Can you help me out? So it's incumbent upon us to be those good shepherds and make that connection so we can collaborate and resolve issues. And then opportunities, um, you know, something that I'm, I'm very proud of that came out of community development uh, that I was vocal about and voted for was the Welcoming Workforce Coalition. So what that does is that takes workers that might be newer to the community that, that are looking for work and you're pairing them up with entities and employers in the community that are looking for labor because we're going through this labor shortage coming back from COVID and this is solving a real world problem that we have. Um, so those are the three aspects that I'm most focused on, on a daily basis from my desk. And that Welcoming Workforce Coalition, they, I believe they are the ones running, uh, we just talked about the International uh, Students Career Fair at the library. Yes. Up. I believe they're the ones in charge of that. That is correct. And um, I think it was two weeks ago, I went to one of the events and that was discussed. So uh, it's good to see that um, there's further activity coming with that program. How do you plan to engage with the community to ensure that their concerns and needs are being heard and considered? You talked about people getting a hold of you asking who to contact. Mm -hmm. so. Yes, I love being called. Um, of course, you know, I'll entertain emails as well, uh, but I love being called. I love to follow up with constituents. You know, I was going door to door the day after I got appointed. Um, the mayor walked with me. So, um, any type of engagement that I receive, you know, I take that seriously. I have some folks that call me for the first time and they're kind of surprised that I pick up the phone. You know, some people will tell you, you know, let it go to voicemail, maybe listen, see what it's about. But you don't know because it could be an emergency and somebody really needs something done right now at that moment. So um, I, I prefer call and, and text. You also want to use your platform um, that you have to go on public record as well. Um, you want to be able to issue comments during committee meetings or city council meetings uh, to give an idea of what your thought process is 
in order for you to explain the why and what goes on in your decision making. And I guess say, speaking of that, what steps would you take to ensure transparency in your decision making? So. Oh, 100 percent. You know, that that's a big one um, going on public record, whether it be through email um, or the comments section during city council and committee. Um, you have to explain um, why you are an advocate for something or if you do have a no vote on a key piece of legislation, why that is. You know, I think back to some of the the other votes in the past, you know, there are some people that, for example, a vote no on flock camera, but they didn't explain why they voted no on flock cameras, which are paying dividends right now in terms of solving crimes. So that's definitely something that you want to be transparent with. And if there's a piece of legislation that comes up and you want more clarity, you want more information, um, you should go to the city. Um, you can go to the directors, which whatever committee that's involved with and get that extra information. You can approach the vendors as well to try to gain more clarity so you can then in turn uh, distribute that communication to your people. What do you bring to the table for new younger voters? That's a great question. You know, I was just with uh, the mayor Friday night at the DTFC uh, trick or treat. So right there in Ward 4 on Front Street. (laughs) And, um, you know, we were talking about when he first became mayor, his big big thing was, you know, we're going to grow. We're kind of behind. We're going to grow and we're going to do it right now. And he's always in growth mode. And I feel that I share that same mindset. You know, we want to continue to grow. We want to be vibrant. We want to be inclusive. Everybody is looking for new. Everybody is looking for the next thing that helps develop the city and offers, you know, a wide range of things uh, for everybody, whether it be families or seniors. In the past, other councils have implemented changes in terms of like preserving housing stock in the central parts of the city. Uh, there was once a residential tax abatement program in the early 2000s, and there was paint reimbursement programs over the years. What kinds of programs can be implemented in the other densely populated areas of the city to make Calga Falls more attractive to young to young first-time home buyers? Yeah, and that's something that we're going to have to definitely look at uh, because I know uh, with the new townhomes coming, um, you know, there's going to be other avenues that folks can can purchase and move in. And that's definitely something with property costs, property taxes that we're gonna have to look at some of these shared programs. You know, a lot of, when I go door to door, people wanna talk about the sidewalks and then there's that 50% shared program where you can get, um, collaborate with the city, you know, you pay half. And then there's programs where, you know, we can work with you on the other side of it. So yeah, we're definitely gonna have to look at things like that with inflation, property taxes going up. And you have been on council for a short period of time now. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, when reelected, how will you measure the success of your tenure on council? Well, how I would measure success is because, well, it's first off, it's not about me, it's about the people uh, and it's about my constituents. So if folks feel that they live in a safe community, it's a vibrant community, it's inclusive, uh, we're continuing to evolve and offering new things. Um, you know, one of the big ones was this past summer with Dora that brought more foot traffic, more people into experience our city. You know, I actually have a coworker at work who lives in Rootstown and many weekends, her and her fiance um, 
came in to Front Street downtown to experience Dora. Uh, that brings, you know, more revenues in as well. So just continuing those types of programs, having that growth mindset uh, to continue and build on and making sure that, you know, people know that we're heading in the right direction. And we have one final question. Uh, Suzanne, would you like to answer? Would you like to ask this question? Uh, I know you were, I know you, it's a good question. But. <laughs> I know, and it's, a, I love it. But yeah, we always get kind of a groan when I ask it. But all right, are you ready? I think if, so. Let's hope it's a good one. Let's go. If the city council were to have a theme song that played every time you walked into the council oh meeting. Oh, my. What song would best represent the energy and spirit you bring to the table? Oh, geez. Okay. Well, <laughs> I listen. I listen to everything. So, I mean, classic rock. Um, sometimes a little hip hop, pop rock. Mm-hmm. But I, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what I'll do. So, um, in the summertime, you know, I'm out on my porch or I'm I'm in the yard, and my next door neighbor, I'm gonna throw him a bone here, Doug. Sometimes he'll come out of the house and he'll talk to me, and Doug. A lot of the times is wearing a Michael Stanley band hat. Oh, so I'm yeah. going to go with, I'm going to do my Casey Kasem here. And this next hit goes out to Doug. So I'm going to choose my town by Michael Stanley band. How about that? I love it. That was good. <laughs> that was very, very good. I love it. Joe, thank you for sitting with what, thank you for sitting with us today. Uh, thank you for uh dealing with our the end of the round table if you got on there a little bit early we were running a little bit late we were well yeah. no thank you so much for for having me on you know i love to talk about my neighborhoods my ward my people the city as a whole and you know i love i love all the eight wards but i'll tell you i think ward, ward four, four is the best the one best. that's yes. it yes. yeah Yes. Well, Mike and I, that's our award too. And then you have to use the name. Four, four, four. Yes. So if anybody wants to get a hold of you and help you with your campaign or have any questions, how can they get a hold of you? Oh, call me. 330-414-5274. I'll take your call. Perfect. Again, thank you for being on the show this week. And we, uh, like we reminded everyone at the end of the show, go vote. vote. You can already do that. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. FallsCast is a production of the Falls Free Press in Cuyahoga Falls, Ohio. Please check out the Falls Free Press at fallsfreepress.com or on social media at facebook.com slash fallsfreepress. We thank you for listening to this episode, which was recorded and edited by Bart Sullivan. Please subscribe to our podcast and tell your call to false friends and family so they can listen as well.